Hey guys, <laughs> it's me, S Titties. Hi, and I'm Mondo. And this, and this is, is the, the Salty Rim. Rim. Oh my god. Hey girl, what's going on? Hey, it's Titties. <laughs> Nothing. Oh my god. Episode three. Episode three. Here we are. Here we are. And we can't keep every episode. We can't be surprised that it's the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's kind of funny. It's like whoa, because actually, I am surprised. (laughs) (laughs) We're 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 staying committed, baby. Yeah, but congratulations on your show. Oh my god, yes. Thank you so much for coming and so organizing. Good. I didn't see any of you guys there. All your looks by Baby Blake. Baby Blake, Princess Blakey uh, made all my looks. They were sickening. So sickening. I um, mean, those numbers. Did you enjoy epic. it, friend? I love oh that. Thank they you. were so good. Let's keep our prayers and thoughts in mind for season 12 as titties <laughs> take over. Seriously. Just, just have that in the back of your minds, my just, my fellow listeners. Just put it out there. Honey, she's trying to universe. manifest. Let me tell you. Did I? Can I tell you the little story really just, quick? Tell the, I was, tell the truth. I was talking story. to my coworkers. I was like, I'm just trying to manifest, you know, me getting on Drag Race season 12. And then two seconds later, RuPaul walks by our window Girl. to go upstairs. And I shat my hole out. It was, <laughs> Did you cry? I literally started crying. My heart <laughs> was racing. Less yeah. of the, the situation. <laughs> You're mumbling. I know, girl, because it was like literally a moment of like when you know those moments when you have where the universe, God, whatever you want to choose, like mm-hmm. just puts a little dropling on your shoulder. Yeah. Like a little bird poop on you. I normally Oops. just step in shit. But oh, yeah. oh, you're the queen of doing that. <laughs> well, that's what that moment was. It was just like it was less about the situation of like me getting on Drag Race. It was more. Wow, there is a sign from the heavens that I'm on the right track, or yeah. that you know my 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 deepest desire is is coming into fruition. Yeah, do I say that right? Flourishing into fruition. Fruition. It is. <laughs> it is not fruition. Are you sure? Yeah, it just sounds like you're a big fruit. I mean. Excuse me, what'd you just say? Exactly. That's going to be our topic today, baby. Oh my God, no homo. No homo is our topic, girl. That's so gay. Man up. Queer. And faggot, of course. (gasps) Uh, I don't like that word. The F word. No. So we're here to talk about the toxic masculinity amongst, you know, society. Yeah. Men, uh, Straight men, all women. How it's affected us growing up and, you know. Binaries. Everybody. Yeah, baby. So let me look at what Urban Dictionary has to say about toxic masculinity, a social science term that describes narrow, repressive type of ideas about the male gender role that defines masculinity as exaggerated masculine traits like being violent, unemotional, sexually aggressive, and so forth. Also suggests that men who act too emotional or maybe aren't violent enough or don't do all the things that real men do can get their man card taken away. Many people confuse the difference between masculinity and toxic masculinity. However, one can be masculine without having to be toxic masculine. Yeah, and I don't think, like, people knew, or I definitely didn't know the difference between... I didn't even know what toxic masculinity was. I just knew that there was masculinity and it was toxic to me because... You know, it was always like, you're not this, you're not that. Well, also, like, even being Latino, like you being Mexican, was your father like machismo? Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So you were, and you're the only son. You're the and only I'm the boy. only son. I have to be the man of the house. Mm, yeah. Like, man step of up. the house. Oh, I hated that. Me too, so girl. I want to be the woman of the house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to be the woman of the night, honey. So tell me, like, was there a time in your life when you realized, oh, yikes, I am not this? Yeah, 
since like at a very young age, you know, when I was like told like, oh, you got to like girls or don't play with Barbie dolls. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just always like, why? And it's like, oh, because boys don't play with that. Or this is what boys have to like. Yeah. Like, and it's not even men in particular. At no. The, for, at least for me, when I was little, it was like women were telling me to act like a man. Yeah. Everybody was. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was, you know, like even in school, it's like boys are blue, girls are pink. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but what if I like the color pink? Mm-hmm. And it was just always this like internal battle of like. It's just like, if, oh, this is the world I live in and what I have to, con- you know, conform to. Conform and, to, yeah. And then it becomes survival, in right? Order to survive. Exactly. So then I'm like, what's your favorite color? Blue. Like, I, I'm smart enough to, you know, to just survive. I think just as like, and I don't even think you have to be LGBTQ to feel this way, but there's just people who are keen, who are just out of, you know, who are not normal, quote unquote normal. Yeah. Who they know they need to adapt to their environment in order to survive. Yeah, like fit in. Yeah. And it's always like the weirdos and it's the people who don't comply with these you know norms that society yeah the people who get bullied and Mm -hmm. you know shitted on for no reason it's just they're being themselves and some people are just off sometimes and that's okay yeah and in this case it's like some of us aren't you know masculine enough or don't want to be like i don't want to be like this super masculine person like Oh my god, I remember when I was 21 years old, I went to Vegas for my 21st birthday with my parents uh. and my roommate. And I was Yo, 21. this story is good, y'all. Listen, so You're the, for a this treat. is when I was like drinking and doing coke too. <laughs> uh, I oh, I, okay. So I'm I'm at the bar and I'm wearing this like tight muscle V-neck shirt and yeah. I'm 21. I'm tw- you know, I'm so skinny from all the drug use and like not I'm not very well nourished and I I'm at the bar I'm by the bartender and She's I'm like thirsty. It's my birthday, so I'm thinking you know the bartender will give me a free drink. Right. And so I have my chest puffed up and I have like my muscles. I'm trying to flex them. Uh And I'm like, you can tell I'm trying really hard. And the bartender looks at me and he's like, will you stop? And I'm like, what? He's like, stop trying to be all like, you know, you're not. And I was yeah. like, my world shattered because he saw through my facade that I was trying to yeah. put on. But it was so obvious that it was yeah. a facade. It just wasn't to me. And then yeah. my world shattered. Did you have a moment like that where you were like, fuck, I, they got me. Well, I had it every time, you know, like being on like apps and things like that, like trying to pretend to be the, the like masculine guy and then showing up and being like, oh, super fast. And they turn you away. Do and they yeah, turn they'll away? turn me, me away or like too. just be like, um, what? Or, or you know, oh, like, it's the worst feeling. I don't know if you guys experience this, but I've had many in- interactions where I show up to a trick's house. They open the door and then they close it in my what's face. What's a trick, Estides? Oh my god! Tell a the trick, children. a trick, a hookup. You know, you go to have have um, sexy time, <laughs> a little fun, fun. Yeah, a little, little give. Mm, 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 you know, <laughs> yeah, little, yeah, little yeah. nibble dibbles. Um, but yeah, I've had many situations where online, like I can take masculine photos and like I'll send or those. What we perceive as masculine, yeah, exactly. Or, or like, what it's what I think yeah. is sexy enough to get them to, pers- you know, mm-hmm. for me to persuade them to have me over, and I mm-hmm. go over, and they can tell, like. No, you're not the fantasy that I was expecting that exactly. I had put on. Exactly. And I'm left feeling disappointed, bad about myself, not good enough, worthless, disgusting, gross, I'm going to be lonely forever. Yeah. Fuck my life. Yeah. Same. And, and, and for me, back then, it was mostly like, because 
it was through like AOL chat. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, yeah, masculine, whatever, because I could type that. Uh-huh. But then they'd be like, okay, well, let's talk on the phone. And I'd always try to put it off oh. because I knew I have an over... Did people always say, thank you, ma'am, whenever you were on the phone? <laughs> Sometimes they did. People do that to me today. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, please hold, ma'am. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, fine. See, but- titties is on the phone. Yeah. But I don't care anymore, you know? Now, mm. like, I've learned to embrace okay. it. Okay, at what point did that happen? I think when I, like... When when I stopped judging myself for not being masculine and embracing my femininity, mm. I think that's when it started happening. When mm. I started embracing my femininity and saying, like, you know what? It's okay for me to be this way. Mm-hmm. And it's always been okay for me to be this way. And I was told not to be this way. By everyone around me, and you know what? Fuck everybody. Yeah. Like, I'm like, people will love me for who I truly am, and this is who I truly am. Work. Yeah, totally. Like, even the other day, I was over visiting a family member, and my dad, you know, who has, you know, I came out to and had trouble with that, and then, like, I've become more comfortable. I've become what in my eyes more gay or more feminine or whatever. But in truth, I've just, I'm loving myself. Mm-hmm. And like when I wasn't looking, like he just took a picture of me with this, you know, family member. And I was just like flabbergasted, you know, or like shook. I was so shook because I was just like, whoa, like my dad is embracing who I am and in my true form, not who I think he wants me to be, not the Armando who was playing soccer and was like, dad, see, like, I could do this. Watch me. Yeah. You know, it's like not that. It was like no bullshit. Just me as as I come with my painted nails girl being fucking vicious fuck. (laughs) And just it's so funny because I'm I'm actually the opposite. I'm someone who presents to my dad a certain way that's not far from who I am, but it's it's not who I am when I'm with you. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't like, hey, girl, what's going on? What's popping? Eh. Yeah. Like, I'm not like that with my dad. Yeah. Because I'm afraid to, like, I think there's still a part of me that, like, was afraid of his disappointment at the fact that I'm gay. Yeah. And the fact that I can be feminine. Because, you know, with him and his brothers, it's all macho. It's yeah. all macho. It's who has the best kids, who has the best this, who has the most money, who can present better. Oh, look, he's playing sports. He's playing soccer, this and this. Oh, well, Jason played football. You know what I yeah. mean? It's always this comparison thing. And it's like a competition. And I always was afraid to disappoint my father in that yeah. way but he's never made it cl- any inclination that mm-hmm. me being myself was a bad thing ever mm-hmm. so that's all something that i created on my own mm-hmm. and like you know he came to my first drag show and mm-hmm. i was so scared and he yeah. embraced it like does he understand it probably not but i think he knows that today he understands i'm just a performer and like there's money to be made in there and he's excited yeah. for me when i book shit and i'm doing big things yeah so like that has been my journey with my dad it's been very very and like opposite from you, like you accepted who you were and went for it. I been accepting who I am, but I'm still like afraid to disappoint my dad. Yeah. And so what's stopping is titties from embracing herself. Oh, she's embraced now, honey. Oh, she's she's, she's full on. I'm just saying this was maybe like maybe two years ago. Yeah. Okay. That I felt that way. I think now because I pursued drag harder last year than I ever had before, I was able to like really know. I And also just with drag alone, like drag is such a wall busting move you know what i mean yeah. it's breaking down the walls of toxic masculinity hands down period but yeah. i will never know what it's like to be an actual biological woman and have to deal with toxic masculinity or even not even biological just woman oh, I'm like sorry. you're so right 
you know, yeah. just being a woman, like even having this podcast and it's like we're too, like even though I identify as non gender non-binary, like I present as male, like yeah. to, to, the, to the public eye. Uh-huh. And that, you know, that in itself is, is a problem because like I'm never going to know the struggles of what it's like to be a woman. And although even women embrace toxic masculinity at times, like... It's, you know, women are also, are always seen as, like, the lesser than. Mm-hmm. Even, like, gay men mm-hmm. will think women are lesser than. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you've had your own struggle with women. I've had a very big struggle I mean, with we've, women. You've touched on it before in, like, yeah. the past episodes. Yeah, I talked about but it like, a little bit. But it was, like, more of a, it was less of a, well, I think what happened was I re- I, like, did a lot of self-work to recognize Uh that it was actually, like, mommy issues that I had. Yeah. Like, I am the oldest, and so my dad was always, like, my number one. Mm -hmm. But my little brother would kind of get, like, you know, no love. So Mm -hmm. my mom was always looking out for my little brother. So I always had this, like, idea that, you know, my mom loves my brother more than me because my dad Mm -hmm. loves me, blah, blah, blah. So it was always this kind of weird dynamic. And I just had this, like, mommy doesn't love me. Uh, Fuck women. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it went that deep and I wow. had to like recognize that and work through that to know like, you know, not all women are, are, are like incapable of loving me. Yeah. You know? And then I turned it on its head when I was like, well, they're in the way of what I need in my life, which is dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, we all know how much his titties loves her dick. That was just a very young person's <laughs> um, point of view who's yeah. just lost and didn't know what to, you know, how to interact and build relationships with women because I don't even know how to build relationships with men and I didn't have know how to build a relationship with myself, you yeah. know, at that point. But I've found that, like, the most I can confide most with women. I, like, mesh with them more than I do have ever in my life today. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And, like, and especially with all with the Me Too movement and with, that, like, women speaking up and stuff, everything that's happening now, it's like, oh, my God. Queens. Yeah. Queens. Queens. Everywhere. And, like, embrace always. the Poonana. And they've always been there. And they love it. They mm-hmm. come to the drag shows. They do. They mm-hmm. embrace every, like, I, women are the first ones to be like, yes, queen. Yes, this. Like, oh, my God, girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, yes, work. Shout I love it. Shout out to all the women's out all there. All the beautiful women. And I mean, even just being a drag queen, like, if it wasn't for women, how the fuck would I be a drag queen? <laughs> girl, you would not you be getting know? points. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, and, like, you know, there used to be, like, back growing up, I remember there was this whole movement, like... That's so gay. And I think it was like Hillary Duff. And she would be like, do you know what you mean when you say that's so gay? Like, knock it off. And like, oh, can I say Hillary Duff was the first girl I ever <laughs> masturbated to? When I, I was not. I was 14. And I, I, I just discovered my penis. And like, I, my mom was trying to force me to be in love with Hillary Duff. My mom cut out pictures of uh, Hillary Duff and put it in my wallet for me so I can like have a crush on her. Uh, so I thought that's what I had to do. So the first time I touched myself was like looking at pictures of Hillary Duff. But I was just thinking of Gordo from Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> what are you thinking of? I was just gonna say, were you thinking of cartoon Lizzie or like? No, <laughs> I'm sure that's Gordo. A shout out to Gordo because he is got he me now? through life. No, I my biggest crush though was Shia LaBeouf. Even Steven Shia LaBeouf was my tea, honey. There was a, uh, an episode where he was in boxers, and I was pausing that t- <laughs> that TiVo, and I was like, "Let me see the dick. Let, Let me see, see the, the dick." dick. <laughs> <laughs> I love Shia LaBeouf. He's like a dream. Oh my god! And also James Franco, he's like my newest crush. Oh god, thought we're not gonna go into Let that. Me right see now. The oh, okay. Let, Let me see the dick. But yeah, like 
Well, do you still hear people say, like, that's so gay? Yeah, absolutely. I and, haven't heard it so much. Or no homo. Like, no mm. homo is huge. Like, it's just, like, the revamped version of that's gay. Mm-hmm. It's like, no homo, bro. Like, no homo. I mean, I what? say that, too. You know what I mean? Like, I say it to flirt with straight guys so I can get information <laughs> out of them. Not only to straight guys. Like, can I just tell you guys... This little story from Mrs. Titties. So I don't know why. And this only ever happens when we get into Ubers. Like, she literally all of a sudden would turn into this straight bro. And she'll be like, hey, my man. <laughs> I like to say, hey, my man, what's up? Hey, my man. I think, hey, uh, my okay, man. Well, maybe that's, can you, can look, you, <laughs> maybe it's part of my, like, you know, toxic masculinity like uh walls within myself is like i feel like i have to be less threatening when i step into a straight man's car yeah so that way they don't drive me off or i have to deal with the confrontation like and that fear still lives inside of me you know Mm -hmm. like i can't 100 percent be myself because i'm afraid of what these straight men could do to me and like although that's still like us very alive within me i also know like no one can stop me from being myself yeah and no one should stop you from being yourself totally not and especially not you because i feel like that's our biggest that's my biggest issue i should speak for myself is that if i'm not loving myself Mm -hmm. like how the hell am i like literally how the hell am i gonna love somebody else yeah and if i'm not being my true authentic that's where you say amen girl oh amen (laughs) amen Amen, all the men. Let me see the dick. You know, so I have to be my truest self to have a true experience. And if someone has a problem with that, I know today. They can go fuck themselves. Today I know it's not about me. It's all about them. Yeah. Like, I love Frankie. Shout out to Frankie Grande, our bestie. Like, his little motto is shine bright like a Frankie. Like, shine bright, shine bright, shine bright. bright. Yeah. You know, you can't dim your light to make other people feel comfortable. No. Like, you, you keep sprinkling glitter all over everybody. And if they don't like it, then they can dust themselves off and keep it push it yeah and not necessarily unapologetic no yeah like unapologetic because i no one else apologizes for being who they are yeah like no one's like oh i'm sorry that i'm so straight like bitch no no one says that Mm-mm. no one you know, uh-uh ever. no one ever apologized ever. for being straight like are you kidding me yeah that's such a good point and it's like if we're trying to normalize and like you know be at the same level as like all these fucking constructs like we need to own it just as much. Exactly. And I love it because it goes back to what I said like kind of last week where I believe everything starts with us. Yeah. And we have to look inside ourselves. And, and then it be, goes outward. And then it goes outward because I can't change, you know, the... We can't change Trump. I can't change, you know, you can't change the meathead who's like doing things to people. Like, I can't change him. No. What I can do is find who I am what's what's authentic to me and live that and let that shine to other exactly. people exactly let that be an example let it be an example for others that to be like hey if that if you know if as titties can get on that stage and do a fucking diddy do bop bop and make oh the diddy do bop bop the diddy do yes, bop bop uh-huh, uh-huh. and make some coins like maybe i could do that and yeah. like yeah and i feel like for me as well i have to also not have expectations and like judgments of people off the gate. I have to like give people a chance to let them show me who they are. Exactly. Because I have the perception that if like, that's what I want. Okay. If I want people to like love me and accept me for who I am. They need to let down their walls. So I need to let down my walls when exactly, it comes to, to others. Yeah, exactly. I think that for me right now where I'm at today is like my biggest thing is like not not creating judgments of people right mm-hmm. off the bat and letting them show me who they are as opposed to me 
thinking, I know who you are, bitch, so get the fuck out of my way. Yeah, because we don't know. Yeah, because I always do that, and it keeps me lonely. Yeah. I get, I think there's no room for, like, love to come, to flow in through there. Yeah. You know? And then that, and and so, like, yeah, we talked about toxic masculinity, but that's what it comes down to. It's just, like, one, loving Mm -hmm. themselves, breaking down those walls, and just, like... Owning it. And shining bright. You have to. You have to, because I can't change the toxic masculinity that's out there. I can only change myself. Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and and that and and I want to say like I'm sorry if there's people out there who are still struggling with toxic masculinity in the workplace or growing up if you're in school or whatever. if you're like in a part of town that just doesn't isn't like Leho you know yeah. what I mean like because we understand we live in a very very special place yeah where like we don't where our I don't get to see a lot of it and I can show up to my workplace in heels yeah, and people totally. are okay mm-hmm. you know or, or paint my nails like there might not be room for that yeah but there's you know? I know there's people who maybe even listening who have to deal with this constantly and yeah. they have to hide like it's not safe for them to be themselves. exactly you know so I'll, what i say is like just hang in there you know yeah hang in there and it's gonna hopefully eventually change and like if y'all have any questions or like you know yeah but it's like you know and it's like why people run to like san francisco new york like these big cities where they accept it because yeah. i know there's places that don't yeah exactly and it's like I can't change that, but I can, what I can do is offer a safe space mm-hmm. and, and like offer my safe space. I have a lot of space, baby. She has a lot of gaping hole. Ah, <laughs> she's not. Anyways, <laughs> on that note, Jesus. Oh my God, that was so deep. It was a lot. It was a lot. I hate but straight guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love them so much, though. She wants to be inside them, I but know. she doesn't want to be around them. The same. Anyways, <laughs> that's it for now, y'all. That's it for now. So keep loving yourself. Keep like embracing, even if it's just a little bit at a time, and spread yeah. it to others. And girl power, bitch. Girl motherfucking power. All the way. Women are strong, independent, beautiful, and role models of life. Yeah, seriously, I, I look love up you to guys. them totally. Well, that's enough, baby. I'm exhausted. I mean, too. I'm tired. <laughs> All this toxic masculinity in the room. I need to go. I need to go put on some heels. Okay, bitch. All put right. on a little lipstick. <laughs> yes, baby. Well, this has been S Titties. <laughs> and this has been At Mondo. And, and this, this is, is the Salty Ram. Hey, my man. Let me see the dick. <laughs>